What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. Tonight in this video, it is Wednesday, September 13th. We have a really good football game on tomorrow night, the Minnesota Vikings at the Philadelphia Eagles. In this video, we're basically just doing start-sit charts. We're going to answer any questions you guys have in the chat room. I'm going to try and get through all my start-sit questions, and uh, we'll lace the – I guess we'll, we'll go through the charts. We'll go through the questions. We'll get everything you guys need. Uh, we'll go as long as we need to go for, and uh, good evening to Jason. Hope you're doing well, my man. Um, I did put a link in the description. There should be something in there. Good evening to Harris. Uh, I, all the start-sit charts are up. I have the week two spread chart up as well. Um, let's just hop right into it. This Thursday night football game, man, I think it's actually been pretty good. Uh, Vikings at the Eagles. Now, the Eagles did rule out Kenneth Gainwell and cornerback James Bradbury. So I'm I'm thinking it might be an interesting Vikings passing day. This These two teams played last year in week two, and it was not good for Minnesota. I think they only scored seven points in that game. Kirk Cousins threw three interceptions. Struggle bust for Kirk Cousins last year in this game. But I think if you guys are starting players tomorrow night, Let's. it's Thursday night football. So the, the point totals are going to be lower. There's less optimism about like flex players. I think this Thursday nights for me are start your studs, and that's about it. So the Eagles... Favored to win by about seven and a half points here, 48 and a half total implied. Yeah, you're starting Jalen Hurts, you're starting A.J. Brown, you're starting Devonta Smith. I'm going back to the well with Dallas Goddard. I think he's a top five tight end this weekend. And with the Kenneth Gainwell news, DeAndre Swift's probably going to get an extended look. I don't know if I feel comfortable starting him. I think if I have him, I, I it, you'd have to basically put him in, out there as an emergency RB2. I, I'm recommending people probably to not play DeAndre Swift in this game. I want to see what the rotation looks like. I'm going to assume Rashad Penny gets called up for this one. Boston Scott, we might see a three-man rotation, but this is going to be our first glimpse at what DeAndre Swift can do on national television. Uh, and I do think the Eagles' defense is startable. Otherwise, I'm, I'm leaning towards just benching the Eagles' running backs, start the guys in the passing game. Uh, on the Vikings side, I mean, Kirk Cousins is ideally a super flex uh, QB2 for you guys. In a one QB league, I'm probably not optimistic about Kirk Cousins as my QB1. Alexander Madison, I mean, if he didn't catch the touchdown last weekend, we'd be pretty upset about what his output was. But either way, I think Madison, probably a low-end RB2. Yeah, you're starting JJ, you're starting TJ Hawkinson, and then I would imagine we're going to get a handful of Jordan Addison questions tonight. I prefer, if I had to choose, I'm, I'm probably going to leave Addison on my bench. I want to see what it looks like one more time. He didn't have as many snaps as Jordan Addison or as KJ Osborne and as many as many routes as KJ Osborne. So I want to see him get more involved. I'm kind of viewing this as a scouting opportunity for Jordan Addison. So I think that's probably the best way to play it. Sure, he could go off and get another long touchdown again, but Thursday night, man, I think Thursday nights are for me. Start my studs. Don't bother messing around with flexes because if, if Jordan Addison comes out and gets two for 25, you're going to feel pretty dumb. Uh, sure. He could go out and get 18 points or something like that. But I think the risk reward, I'd rather wait till Sunday, say no to the Vikings defense. And then we're going to keep an eye on Ty Chandler and KJ Osborne. So uh, let's get it going in the chat room. Good evening to Brian. Hope you're doing well. Shout out to Daniel. We got Anthony in the chat with us tonight. Do you think I should trade Garrett Wilson and or who non PPR? Yeah, you're. I mean, I, I, I'm not a big trade question guy. Trade preferences are different for everybody. I, I think if you have Garrett Wilson, you kind of got to sit with it for a little bit and, and maybe see how it looks. I mean, there's an opportunity where they go and get a different quarterback at some point. Either way, like Zach, Zach Wilson was five for, you know, he threw, he threw five 
targets to Garrett Wilson. He had five catches for 40 whatever yards in the touchdown. I don't think it's terrible. So me, I'm holding on to Garrett Wilson. I want to see what he looks like with the full game plan of Zach Wilson. Do we trust McLaurin or Lockett at all? It's a tough matchup for Terry McLaurin, potentially lining up against Pat Sertan and the Denver Broncos. I think I'm going to lean with Tyler Lockett against the Detroit Lions. Um, good evening to Ryan. Hope you're doing well. Christian says, is Daniel Jones a start or do you prefer like a Brock Purdy off waivers? Um, I am optimistic about Daniel Jones this weekend. I think I think he's going to bounce back. Um, a little bit nervous about Darren Waller. That that is a big concern of mine. But I I think if I had to choose one, I'm Brock Purdy's just so safe. I want my 200 yards. I want my two touchdowns. Um, if if you're nervous about Daniel Jones, I think you should probably play uh, Brock Purdy against the Rams. Not a bad matchup. Pat Frymuth or Henry if Pat is 100. Um, let's take a look here. Um, I'm just curious real quick. One second. Let's go on down to the tight end points. So last week, Pat Frymuth played against the 49ers. 49ers did allow three for 22 in a touchdown. Uh, but otherwise, Pat's going up against the Cleveland Browns. And Cleveland last week, they did they only allowed three for 17. So it, the matchup's to be determined whereas the New England Patriots this week are going to get the Miami Dolphins. They allowed 5 for 42 and a touchdown. So I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to go with, with Hunter Henry. I, I feel more confident about that passing game right now, and it should be a shootout on Sunday Night Football. So I'm going to lean with Hunter Henry here. And Pat's dealing with a little bit of a chest injury. Mike Will, Jamal Williams, Dotson, or Zay, and Zay Jones pick two, sit two. Um I like Jamal Williams, but I think I got to go with Mike Williams in this one for sure. And then the question is going to be between Dotson and Zay Jones. I think I'm going to lean Zay Jones. I, I would rank them as Mike, Zay, Dotson, Jamal. Um, Watson, if healthy, or Dotson flex PPR. Watson, if healthy, or – if, if Watson plays, he might be on a pitch count. So I'm thinking it's Dotson, even if Watson plays right now. If if Watson gets in a full practice, though, by the end of the week, I'm more optimistic about it. Uh, but I'm gonna get to uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna cover a game or two here before I get to more questions, guys. Uh, on Sunday, early games here we have the Green Bay Packers at the Atlanta Falcons. Packers picked to win by one, 41 and a half total implied in this one. I think Jordan loves a QB two for Superflex. I don't know if I'm quite there yet with him as a QB one in one QB leagues. We're watching the health of Aaron Jones. He didn't practice today. He said he was okay after Sunday, so we'll see. I think if Jones plays, you're going to play him. If Jones doesn't play, that's going to make A.J. Dillon a low-end RB2 flex play. I think you're playing Romeo Dobbs at this point. Even if Christian Watson plays, I think Romeo Dobbs belongs in that Zay Jones kind of tier of wide receiver threes. I think Luke Musgrave is a top 10, top 12 tight end this week. If Christian Watson plays... Again, you'd have to have you'd have to have someone like Jahan Dotson or something to start over him. So I'm probably going to get a lot of Christian Watson questions this weekend. If if he practices in full at some point this week, I'm excited about it. But it might be one of those things where they ease him back in this week. So we're we're gonna have to wait and see on Watson. Uh, and then if Watson can't go, I think Jaden Reed is an interesting play as a wide receiver three flex. Packers defense, I think, is startable. 
They have a really good pass rush. And then Samari Toure, Patrick Taylor here on the bench. On the Falcons side of things, I think Bijan, yeah, I still have him as a running back one. He's still really good. Uh, I don't care about Algier being there. Bijan can still get it done with whatever touches he's going to get. Kyle Pitts is kind of like a question mark at tight end. If you don't have a better one, like I'd rather probably, I'd probably rather play Hunter Henry or Luke Musgrave over, over Kyle Pitts at this point. Uh, Drake London, more of a flex guy, but I'm totally cool with leaving him on the bench and seeing what happens. Uh, for this game. And then Tyler Algier, man, I, I think he can be a low-end RB2 flex play if you need a, a backup running back. I'm probably not interested in the Falcons' defense. Uh, I'm not playing Ritter and Superflex yet. Mac Holland, Jonu, Coral Patterson's back at practice. Uh, this one's probably going to be kind of ugly and low-scoring. And again, Packers are coming in with questions on Aaron Jones and Christian Watson, so a lot to be learned yet in this game. We'll talk about the Raiders' bills here in a second. Let's get caught up on some of these questions here. Kenny Pickett or Desmond Ritter? I'm going with Kenny Pickett there, Harris. Screaming Denver defense, a good move? I think so. I mean, I'm not I'm not super nervous about the Commanders' offense. I think the Commanders do have a, a decent offense, but this one's in Denver. Um, let's see. Denver last week, they did, they did okay. Like, it, it was a tougher matchup, I think, against the Raiders, but I think Denver can hold up. It's a, it's a top... Probably a fringe top five play this week, Denver. Musgrave or Jawan Johnson. I'm going with Luke Musgrave here. Um, Watson's dinged up. Romeo Dobbs still has the hamstring. Luke Musgrave, man, he could have had multiple touchdowns last weekend. I, I think he's an exciting player. He's on the field a lot. He's going to get. Uh, he's going to continue to get a lot of play time. So, uh, Drew, what it do when my wide receiver room looks like Watson, London, Gabe, and Addison, two flex. I think Thursday night Addison looks like a start. I don't know. Um I would agree with this one, my man. Um, I think what you do is you start Addison and then we wait for the health of Christian Watson and figure that out. I, I think you're starting Jordan Addison of this group. He's actually the guy I feel the best about from this group. I think they're all pretty much wide receiver three flex material at this point, but I agree, Drew. I'm starting Jordan Addison in that group. Watson or Love? Um... See, that's a tough one. Uh, I, I kind of want to give the benefit of the doubt to to Watson. Uh, last week, the let's see here, the Steelers they got they got kind of torched last week by by Brock Purdy here. So I don't think it's a terrible situation. It's on Monday Night Football, which is kind of fun. We still don't really know what we're getting with Jordan Love. I would feel better about Jordan Love if Watson and Aaron Jones plays, but I think I'm going to lean with with Watson here. Do you like Shahid? I do like Shahid, but I kind of need more. Like, I mean, if you take away his long touchdown play, it's probably not a great day. So you're 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 really needing Shahid to score a touchdown for him to repeat production. He's probably a five to six target guy per game. He's a deep threat, but man, if he doesn't connect on a deep threat, you're looking at something like two for forty. So I like Shahid. I need more data points though on that Saints offense. Uh, I'm I'm in on Javante Williams, man. I think my my process coming in all summer was with Javante and Brees. I want to see what it looks like week one. Both guys passed the test. I'm I'm pretty optimistic about both guys moving forward about being running back twos. Um, and then the Washington Commanders defense here, yeah, they limited the running backs last week here, but uh, I still think Javante is a decent play at home against the Commanders. Mike Williams or Mike Evans full PPR. The matchup dictates that you should probably go with, um, I mean, the QB points a lot here. The Bears a lot, a lot of QB, QB points, but so did the Tennessee Titans. They were kind of more middle of the road. But if you look at wide receiver points, the Titans allowed the second most wide receiver points last week, and they were one of the worst. I think they were the worst team last year 
and allowing wide receiver points. So I'm going to lean with Mike Williams here. And uh, we'll get to some more questions here in a second. I want to cover the Raiders and the Buffalo Bills real quick for you guys. This one's showing up all Buffalo for me. Bills by nine and a half, 48 uh, over under implied in this one. Bills are going to get right in this game. Josh Allen, yes. James Cook is a running back two in full PPR league. Stephon Diggs is in your lineup. I think you can stream Dawson Knox or Dalton Kincaid if you need to. And I'm actually kind of optimistic about Gabe Davis in this game here. I think he can make a big player to potentially find the end zone. I'm starting the Buffalo Bills defense. And then we're going to leave Damian Harris. You could probably cut Damian Harris. Latavius Murray, Deontay Hardy, and Trent Sherfield. These guys are all on the bench. So let me know if you have questions on Bills players. Otherwise, on the Raiders side, you got Jimmy Garoppolo. Quarterback two for super flex. He's going to get passing volume in this one. You're still starting Josh Jacobs. I did see uh, Devonte Adams miss practice today. Not sure if, if that's just a, a planned day off or a rest day. They're looking at his foot. It sounded like so. We'll keep an eye on Devonte. We'll we'll know more tomorrow and Friday if he's back at practice tomorrow. No worries. If he's not practicing tomorrow, I'm worried. Jacoby Myers is currently in concussion protocol, so we're watch for him. If Jacoby Myers can't play, it's Maybe Hunter Renfro, maybe, but probably not. Say no to the Raiders' defense. We'll leave the tight ends on the bench as well as Zamir White. So it's showing up Buffalo pretty heavy in that one, guys. Um, let's see. Where do we leave off? Daniel says, Hurst, Knox, Laporta, Musgrave, or Ferguson. I'm probably looking at the rookie tight ends here. Laporta or Musgrave. I'm going to lean Musgrave here. Um, if, if Watson doesn't play, I like Musgrave for sure. If... If, uh, if Watson's in, that kind of takes some of the steam off here. I might take Jake Ferguson. Jake Ferguson, I know he didn't have a great output week one, but he had seven targets, led the team in targets, and he also had five red zone targets. So I would rank them as probably Musgrave Ferguson at the top, and then the other guys are all kind of in a tier below that. Ryan says, Javante, Pierce, Pittman, Dotson, or Watson? Um... If I had to choose one, I mean, that's tough. There's so many names here. If I had to choose one, I'm going to stick with Javante Williams. Let let Watson prove it on the on the bench. Let uh, Damian Pierce prove it. It's a good matchup for Damian Pierce. I'm probably looking at Javante and Pierce as the top two answers here, but I'm going to lean Javante. Trade Garrett Wilson for T. Higgins. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I, I would do that, Harris. That's pretty good value, I think. Um, should I drop Schultz for Musgrave? Yes, go do it. Um, yo, I'm trying to trade Brandon cooks. Who are some targets to get uh, Aiden? It's a tough time to trade Brandon cooks when he's missing practice with an injury today. I don't think you're going to get good return for him on this moment right now. If you're trying to trade Brandon cooks, you got to wait for him to score a touchdown. I think and trade him. If, if you're trading him tonight and you need to do it tonight, you're probably not getting much for him. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a tough, that's a, this is a tough time to sell Brandon cooks. Um, you can maybe get, you could try. It's tough, man, because you're, you're probably not getting a top 36 wide receiver for Brandon cooks. He didn't play well week one because the Cowboys did so well in the other department here. You might be able to get an Elijah Moore. You might be able to get a Gabe Davis type, uh, but probably not a top 36 wide receiver. So you're looking for guys that are just outside that ranking. T says he has Burrow. Who would you package Mixon slash Monty and two of four to upgrade the running back two position? My running back one is Bijan and RB4 is Roshan. I have Burrow. Would you package Mixon slash Monty and Tua for to upgrade the running back two position? Um, I mean, I, I think Mixon and Monty are, are both kind of the same guy. They're, they're both going to be on the field a lot. They're both going to get 15 to 20 touches per game. 
Um, and you're trying to send Tua here. I mean, Monty plus Tua should yield a, a potential top 10 top. You, you can try and go get Saquon Barkley if you want. I, it's tough because if you're going to go trade someone, Monty, Mixon, and Tua, that person needs a quarterback, right? So a guy with Pat Mahomes is not going to trade for Tua T. So like, I think you got to find the team that needs a quarterback see what running back they like. And then you got to, that that's, this is a tough question. You got to find someone that wants to a first, uh, someone that needs a quarterback. Otherwise, like it's, it's kind of hard for me to suggest running backs out of the blue. I would start by looking for a team that needs to uh, maybe look at the Tyreek Hill and the Jalen Waddle team, see if they want to stack them. And then you got to look at those running backs. So I would eliminate the teams that don't need a quarterback. Look at the teams that do need a quarterback and figure out which running back I like the most. Uh, would you do both of them over Damian Pierce? Um, uh, I don't know what the question is, Harris. Would you do both of them over Damian Pierce? I don't know what we're at. I don't. I don't know what we're we're asking about here. I'm gonna get back to the questions, guys. Here, I want to cover the Ravens and the Bengals real quick. The Bengals are favored to win by three points over under forty five and a half. You're gonna still start the Bengals, man. Start Joe Burrow. Start Joe Mixon as your RB two. Jamar Chase and T. Higgins are probably going to bounce back in a big way this weekend. I do think Irv Smith's like a sleeper tight end, but I get it. He should probably be still on the bench as a as tight end too. Tyler Boyd's just like a, a like a deep flex play. I don't want to start him if I have to. Uh, and maybe the Bengals defense. Lamar Lamar does have turnovers every now and then. Uh, and then you've got Chris Evans, Trayvon Williams. I'm still watching to see who the RB2 is in Cincinnati. On the Ravens side, Mark Andrews back at practice today, which is good. You're starting Lamar, you're starting Zay Flowers, and you're starting Mark Andrews, and that's kind of the end of the list. Personally, I'm not excited about Justice Hill, Gus Edwards, um, and I wouldn't recommend starting these guys. Justice Hill and Gus Edwards, I would not recommend starting them because we're going to see Melvin Gordon added to the mix this weekend. I need more data points on this. I don't want to start Justice Hill because he scored two touchdowns last week. That doesn't mean much to me. He had eight attempts for nine yards. You know, it wasn't a great day if you remove the touchdown. So I think we need to learn more about this Baltimore Ravens offense. If I'm being honest, I just want to start Lamar, Zay, Mark. Let's figure out that running back room. Uh, probably not starting the Ravens defense. They got some injuries on that side of the ball. Leave Odell and Bateman and likely on the bench. I think the Bengals are going to bounce back in a good way in this one. Uh, let me see here. T says half PPR could trade either Tua or Burrow, but leaning Tua, I think I'm leaning Tua as well. Burrow and the Bengals are going to be fine, man. Um, you're potentially selling high on Tua. So I think keeping Burrow is the priority. Uh, pick two, Mike Williams, Garrett Wilson, and DJ Moore non-PPR. It's Mike Williams and Garrett Wilson. I, I'm sorry, Harris, but it doesn't look good for DJ Moore. Looks really bad for the Bears offense right now. Uh, we gotta, we gotta wait. We gotta let DJ Moore prove it. We need to see the targets there. The offense for Chicago was really bad. So I'm leaving Mike and Garrett Wilson here. Ooh, good question here. Uh, uh, Paulo, uh, Calvin Austin or Allen Robinson. I'm a fan of both. I think the Steelers are going to rely on these guys heavily in the short area of the passing field this weekend. The Browns have a really good pass rush. I think George Pickens is still a guy that can get his six, seven, eight targets, but Austin and Allen Robinson are going to be on the field a lot in three wide receiver sets. Um, I, I technically want to, I like, I like both. I don't know if anyone separates more than the other. I think Allen Robinson is going to be a guy that gets five to six catches in this one and can get 56 yards. 
but I think Calvin Austin is probably the more exciting upside player. We just don't know how good he is. We don't know what kind of plays that they can run with him. So uh, if you need one of these guys to start for you this weekend, I'm going to say Allen Robinson, but the guy I'd rather have for the next at least four games while Deontay's out is probably Calvin Austin just to see what he can do. Christian says, McLaurin, Lockett, and the Jigba, Christian Kirk, all had terrible games. Do you prefer one of Shahid, Dobbs, or Osborne? Uh, definitely not Osborne. I- I'm not I'm not going to cut any of these guys. McLaurin, Lockett, and the Jigba, or Christian Kirk, I'm not ready to cut these guys yet. Rashid Shahid, like, again, if Rashid Shahid doesn't catch a touchdown, we're probably not talking about him on the waiver wire, so he's not going to catch a touchdown every week. Now that I say that, he's probably going to catch one this weekend, and we'll continue to talk about Shahid. I, I like Shahid, but he's still the third, fourth target in that offense. Romeo Dobbs is a little bit more... If I, if I had to choose between Shahid, Dobbs, and Osborne, Dobbs excites me the most. But I don't know if I can cut McLaurin, Lockett, Najigba, Christian Kirk. So it's it's tough. Christian Watson coming back would also complement Romeo Dobbs' outlook. So I, I think you got to hold on to the top four guys there that you mentioned. They said he was fun just being... Uh, I tried Elijah Moore and they said, no, straight up, I would have to add MBS. Yeah, Brandon Cooks has no value right now. You got to wait for him to uh, to hit on something. And honestly, I, I still like Brandon Cooks. We didn't get any information from the Dallas offense last week besides Tony Pollard's good at football. Uh, yeah, Olave and, and Allen are studs. Uh, Mike, what's this question to from Harris? Um, no, I'm still starting Mike Williams or Mike Evans. I think it would go Mike. Williams, Mike Evans, Damian Pierce. I do like Damian Pierce's matchup this weekend, but we need a little bit more information. Cooks for JSN. Um, it's that's like that's like a push, Aiden. Brandon Cooks is still going to be the number two receiver for Dallas. Um, JSN's probably the number three target, and I, I, to be honest, I don't really love where the trajectory is looking for the Seattle offense. So I'm leaning Cooks over JSN right now. Uh, before I get to more questions. Let's go over the Seahawks and the Lions. Lions favored to win by five and a half points. Over under is 50.5. I think Jared Goff can be a, a fringe QB1 this weekend. If you guys need it, he does look best as a QB2 in super flex leagues. I think David Montgomery is locked and loaded, especially in half PPR and standard leagues. Like he's a running back one. I see him getting between 15 and 20 carries and probably falling into the end zone. I think Jameer Gibbs is going to get more work on his plate this weekend. And you got to start both guys, Monty and Gibbs. Yeah, you're starting St. Brown. I think Laporta has earned a top 10, top 12 tight end consideration. And then a super deep flex is Josh Reynolds. He went eight for he went four for 80 last weekend. So monitor him. He's a guy that I'm looking at because if he comes out and has another good game of like six, seven targets, he should be on our benches. Um, say no to the Lions defense still. Marvin Jones, Khalif Raymond, no thank you. Seahawks. They lost two of their offensive linemen, which is a huge concern. Um, Geno Smith, I have him as a QB1, but I'd rather play Jared Goff over Geno Smith. I think Kenneth Walker looks pretty good in this one as a running back too. I'm starting DK as a wide receiver one. I think D, I think Lockett can come back as a wide receiver two this weekend. And then I do have Smith and the Jigba as a flex ranking. I don't feel great about it, but he can be an emergency flex. Uh, say no to the Seahawks defense. It's going to be pretty rough. And then DJ Dallas, Zach Charbonnet, we got to continue to monitor that RB2 spot. They kind of rotated time last weekend. And then Noah Fant's not on our radar quite yet. All right, where were we? Um, I'm not cutting those receivers, just figuring out who to start. Ah, okay. Um, 
I think I'm starting Lockett and Christian Kirk this weekend. I know Christian Kirk scared us last weekend, but in the game against the Chiefs, man, they're going to have to use the, they're going to have to rely on the passing game. So uh, I'm starting Lockett first and foremost over everybody on this list. And then I, I might do McLaurin, but I think it's a tie between McLaurin and probably Christian Kirk. I'm going to lean Christian Kirk. So those are the guys that I'm looking at. Um, of course, if Christian Watson's out, I'm going to probably play Romeo Dobbs. So if no Christian Watson, I would say Lockett, Dobbs are your top two. Otherwise, I think it's it's Lockett and Christian Kirk. Um, let me see what else we got here. Brian says, if I had to cut one for season, A.J. Dillon or Roshan? I'm cutting A.J. Dillon. Uh, Roshan Johnson looks like he can be a guy that could matter at some point this season. A.J. Dillon's just not – he's just not a good runner. He's not as good as we wanted him to be. He's kind of a plotter. Who has higher upside between Dotson and Kirk this week? I think it's Dotson um, just because I know he's the number two in that offense. And with Terry McLaurin potentially drawing Pat Sertan, I'm going to lean Dotson this week. Uh, Eckler did not practice today. So a bit of a concern there. Let me actually go look and see. Yeah, let's look this up real quick. Go to the practice reports. So yeah, Eckler did not practice today. We're not going to know about Eckler until Friday, but DNP, if he gets eliminated in tomorrow, it's, it's positive. If he does not practice tomorrow, I'm still not ready to rule him out. So he needs to get a practice in by Friday. Should I keep or sell Pittman, says Walker? Um, Honestly, I mean, it depends on who we're buying. If, if you're selling Pittman, I'm I'm kind of thinking Richardson looked pretty good though. I wouldn't mind holding on to Pittman, man, because if he strikes again, it's gonna feel pretty good. It's a it's a nice matchup against the Houston Texans. I know Stingley and the other cornerbacks are decent, and so are the safeties in Houston. But I kind of like holding on to Pittman because I'm excited about Anthony Richardson. If you had to sell Michael Pittman Jr., you're probably able to like upgrade to like you can maybe try and buy T Higgins. You can maybe try and buy a Debo Samuel type, you know, someone that's like kind of like a wide receiver too in the rankings. I would look for Walker if you if you really want to trade him. Um, Here says Brian Robinson or Elijah Moore full PPR. Hmm, it's it is a tougher matchup. The Broncos defense only allowed ten points to the running back last weekend, so it's a tougher matchup for Brian Robinson. Whereas Elijah Moore against the Steelers. Elijah's got like a safe seven to 10 point floor. I will probably, I'll probably side with the running back here, Brian Robinson. I think he's the volume. I want 15 to 20 touches. So I'm going to lean B Rob. Keenan Allen or Mike William, Mike Evans, non PPR. I'm going Keenan Allen. Great matchup. Great, great, great matchup for the Chargers passing offense this weekend. Do you like Gus Edwards this week? Not particularly. Um, again, I'm, uh, I mentioned earlier when we were looking at the, the Ravens, I want to learn about this offense because I don't, I just don't know what to buy into. I think it's a full on committee. It's probably going to be three guys, Justice Hill, Gus Edwards, and freaking Melvin Gordon. So we'll wait and see on these guys. I think Harris, uh, chargers at the Titans chargers picked a win by three 45 and a half total implied in this one. You're starting Justin Herbert. You're starting Keenan Allen and you're starting Mike Williams. After that, we have to watch for the health of Austin Eckler. If Eckler plays, I'm still going to play him. If Eckler's out. Yeah. You're starting Josh Kelly as a running back too this weekend. It should be pretty simple. Um, maybe the chargers defense, but probably not. 
I'm leaving Everett, Palmer, Quinton Johnson, and Donald Parham on the bench. On the Titans side, Tannehill's only useful in super flex leagues. I think Derrick Henry's, yes. Jandre Hopkins, he didn't practice today. I don't know if that's just a veteran's day off or what, but we gotta, we got to watch that. If Hopkins does play, uh, I like him as a wide receiver three. If Hopkins doesn't play, we got to probably fire up Traylon Burks. And uh, even if Hopkins plays, I think Traylon Burks is a sneaky flex option this weekend. Uh, say no to the Titans defense. And then Tajay Spears, man, stash him if you can. If you can find a spot for him on your bench, stash him. And then let's wait and see what Chico Conco does. Because he played a lot of snaps and a lot of routes, but he just didn't get any production. So we shall see. We'll talk about the Bears and the Bucks in a second here. Um. Do you like Gus Edwards? Do you like Marquise Brown or Jerry Judy half PPR? Yeah, it's probably Marquise Brown this weekend. Um, I'm not super confident with Jerry Judy and what his role will be. So anytime a player is coming back from a, like a hamstring injury, they're probably going to ease him in. So I'm going to lean with Marquise. Should I hold on to Pittman to try to sell? I thought I answered that. Um, I think I'm holding on to Pittman for this weekend still. Gibson or Gus Edwards pull PPR. Yuck, 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 yuck. Um, I mean, in this case, it's probably Gus Edwards, just because Antonio Gibson needs to prove it to us. B-Rob or Joe Mixon, half PPR. I'm going to lean with Joe Mixon. And the best defense this week. Hmm. So that's a good question, Daniel. Um, Typically, when I look at my defenses, I always defer to my DraftKings game line touchdown or my, my, my spread charts here. And I look down here, the Giants are one of the best teams to stream this weekend. They're playing the Arizona Cardinals. It's in Arizona, um, but the Cardinals are only projected to score 17 points. So that's that provides some safety. Uh, I do think the Dallas Cowboys, the 49ers, are the best actual defenses to play this weekend, but I don't think you're going to be able to, to grab them off the waiver wires. Uh, otherwise, I do like Denver. I like the Saints. I think Buffalo's a good one. A lot of people like Houston this weekend. Houston gave Lamar Jackson fits. This is their home opener. Anthony Richardson could, you know, force a turnover or two. So I'm open to Houston. I'm also open to Tampa Bay because Justin Fields, man, he holds on the ball too long. He takes sacks. There's turnovers there. So if I had to pick the best defense for this week, it's San Fran or Dallas. Otherwise, take your shots on Denver, the Giants, Tampa Bay, Buffalo. Uh, do you think I can get Stephon Diggs if I trade away Garrett Wilson and Traylon Burks? I, that's such a hard question to answer, Harris. I, sh sure, but it, it's up to the owner, not me, right? So like, you, you got to go and ask him. It's worth it. It's basically it's it's very tough to answer trade questions guys because you guys you guys got to go talk to the owners first i i can say one thing but it's ultimately going to be the owner who who finally makes the decision so i think garrett wilson plus Traylon burks is an interesting proposition but it's it's bad timing i think to 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 sell garrett wilson this week is probably bad timing it's it's literally the bottom of his, his of the news of aaron Rodgers being out for the year you should probably just hold on to Garrett Wilson, but yeah, you got to talk to the owner first there. Do you think Lamar will have a bounce back this week? Probably. I am concerned though about the offense. Uh, they're, they're missing JK Dobbins. They got a couple offensive linemen down. The defense is in rough shape. Um, I think Lamar is fine, but uh, I'm starting to get a little bit nervous about the Ravens offense. Uh, too early to ask D's for next weekend. We can take a peek at it. Um, 
Let's take a peek at that schedule next week. Alrighty, week three schedule. 49ers at home on Thursday Night Football against the Giants at Lake San Fran, Tennessee, Cleveland, Atlanta, Detroit, New Orleans, Green Bay, Denver, Miami, Chargers, Vikings, Patriots, the Jets. I think the Patriots might be a sneaky one there, Daniel. If you can grab the Patriots, that's going to be a low-scoring game. Zach Wilson turnovers, I like it. Uh, but maybe Buffalo against Washington. Maybe Jacksonville against Houston. Uh, Baltimore against the Colts, sure. Not interested in Carolina or Seattle. I think Kansas City against Chicago is a great one if you could stash KC. Obviously, Dallas at Arizona is a smash spot. Uh, Pittsburgh probably against the Raiders. And then I do like Philadelphia's D against Tampa Bay. And then probably the, the Bengals against the Rams here. So sneak peek at your week three for you. Kirk Cousins or Jordan Love? Um, I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins in this one. I know it's on Thursday night, but we just don't know what's going on with Aaron Jones or Christian Watson yet, so you got to make the decision before we know what's going on. So I'm going to lean with with uh, Kirk. Who do you like as a hold? Shahid, Hodgins, or Osborne? That one's pretty easy to me. It's Shahid. Um, Osborne's going to get overtaken by Addison at some point in snaps and routes. Isaiah Hodgins is kind of like the odd man out in the Giants offense right now. I just, I'm not super excited about that Giants offense, but I'm open to Hodgins being something at some point, especially if Darren Waller misses time, but it's Shahid right now of those three guys, but let's get back into the start sits. I'll go over the bears real quick. I'm only starting Justin Fields. That's the only bear that I'm comfortable recommending to you guys. I think Cole Komet maybe as a tight end streamer if you need to, but I don't love it. Uh, honestly, I'm not, I don't want to play DJ Moore this week. I don't want to play Khalil Herbert. Rochelle Johnson is, is exciting, but if I had to, if I was in charge of your lineups, guys, like I don't want to play DJ Moore, Herbert, Rochelle Johnson. I need to see it before I believe it. Uh, Buccaneers defense did stifle the Vikings offense a little bit last weekend and bears got to prove it to us. Like that was pretty bad. What we saw last weekend field still got 14 points. I know Komet did. Okay. Mooney caught a touchdown, but DJ Moore only two targets is pretty absurd. Uh, say no to the bears defense. Mooney Foreman, leave these guys on the bench. On the Buccaneers side, like Baker Mayfield maybe as a QB2 in Superflex leagues. I think Rashad White, a bit of a stinker last weekend. Hopefully he can be a, like a high-end RB2, low-end RB2 at worst. You're starting Mike Evans, you're starting Chris Godwin, and that's the end of the list. I, I do think the Bucks' defense is someone that you want um, on your lineup this weekend. Against, we're going to be targeting the Bears all season long. Like You want to start defenses against the Bears, right? So uh, Kate Otten, Palmer, Sean Tucker is a sleeper that I'm keeping an eye on. Uh, Bucks Bears, one of the uglier week one games. We'll get to the Chiefs Jags in a second here. Christian says, who do you like as a whole? Yeah, we already got that one. Sports Dog. Yeah, we won. Uh, this week I picked up Puka and Romeo. I plan on using this week. Would you run Watson and Dobbs? 18 PPR, two flex, two receivers. Um, The Christian Watson ones are hard to answer right now because he didn't practice today. It looks like he's on track, though, to maybe practice at some point, but I just, I, I get nervous about his work. You know, I, I think if for me, I'm probably playing Puka over Christian Watson this weekend. I need to see Watson healthy. I want to see him practicing in full. I want to see him just up to speed here. So I, I, I'm going to play Dobbs, but I think I play Puka over Watson. Kendrick Bourne or Elijah Moore at flex. Um, yeah, it's probably Kendrick Bourne this week. Um, the Dolphins defense, 
it's it can be beat, and we expect the the Dolphins to throw the ball and play some good matchups. Plus, Kendrick Bourne looked pretty good, so I'm gonna lean K Bourne. Um, I would probably play. It, it's tough. I, I, it depends on who you're dropping him for, Harris. Uh, I I would like to keep Brandon Cooks if I can, because we learned absolutely nothing uh, about these guys quite yet. Currently have Muth at tight end when trading Tua for Hawk be underselling. Um, probably, probably. I'm not super in love with with Hawkinson. He's kind of a kind of just a high floor guy. I think you can get a better offer for Tua. We'll do an update on the Fellowship League at the end of the video, Harris. I do want to I want to finish covering. Uh, all the start sits for this weekend. So we'll get, we'll get to that at the end. Do you like Reynolds as a hold? Um, yeah, I, I, I'm cool with stashing Reynolds. I want to see what he looks like one more time this weekend, but he might be, I mean, if he comes out and gets in the, another 10 to 12 fantasy points, we're going to be looking at him next week on the waiver wire. So I like him for uh, a potential hold over the weekend, uh, but let's get to the chiefs and the Jags chiefs minus two and a half 51 total implied in this one. You're starting Mahomes. I think Pacheco's fine as a running back too. Kelsey back at practice today, limited. I think you're starting him if he plays. I don't care about snap counts or whatever. I want Kelsey in my lineup if he's out there. Maybe the Chiefs defense, maybe. And then we got to see what the frick the receivers are going to do here. Sky Moore, Tony, Rice, MBS, McKinnon. Like, trust Mahomes, trust Pacheco and Kelsey. That's it. On the Jags side, yeah, Trevor Lawrence, top five, top 10 QB this week. I think you're playing ETN. You love Calvin Ridley in your lineups. I think Evan Ingram can be a tight end one for you. Uh, I'm starting, if I had to choose between Zay Jones and Christian Kirk, I'm playing Zay Jones over Christian Kirk right now. Christian Kirk's more of a wide receiver three flex play. Uh, say no to the Jags defense and then maybe tank Bigsby, just leave him on the bench kind of thing. Um, we'll go over the Colts Texans here in a second. I'm optimistic about Cooks playing behind Lamb week one. Yeah, I, I think I want to keep Brandon Cooks, guys. Um, and especially because like, they play the Jets this weekend, which is a tough matchup. I get it. But next week, they play the Cardinals. We like If, if Brandon Cooks has a good game against the Jets this weekend, we're going to be – you guys are going to be asking me, do I start Brandon Cooks next week against the Cardinals? And I'm going to say, yeah. So um, I'm looking at the Colts at the Texans here. Texans minus one, 40 implied in this one. CJ Stroud may be a QB2 for Superflex League. I'm still going to start Damian Pierce as a low-end running back too. Uh, Nico Collins, yeah, as a wide receiver three, I like it. I also like Robert Woods as a potential flex. Maybe the Texans defense this weekend as you can maybe get some turnovers by the Colts. I'm not starting Dalton Schultz. I want to mention Tank Dell is a guy that I'm I'm probably stashing over the weekend because Noah Brown's on IR now. So Tank Dell, the clear number three here on the Texans. Singletary Boone just ended the bench, guys. Start Anthony Richardson. I think I think we were right on Richardson. He's a top 10, top 12 QB player almost every week with those legs. Start Michael Pittman, wide receiver three. I have Deion Jackson listed here as a flex, but I'm just I'm really not confident. I'm probably gonna move him down. I also put Zach Moss here as a flex, but I'm just not confident in these guys. So for me, it's Richardson, Pittman, end of list. Maybe the Colts D. Keep an eye on Josh Downs. I think these rookie receivers, Downs and Tank Dell, could be impressive uh, and maybe waiver wire pickups for us next week. Um, I went with Musgrave instead of Kincaid. Musgrave was a better, a bit better, but his week, but his week, I'm not sure. Could I get your opinion? Um, so I, I thought Musgrave, the usage was great. He was on the field a ton, ran a lot of routes, had a decent amount of targets. 
Um, he kind of ran a route wrong and he could have had a big outpost route. That would have been really nice. I think Musgrave is probably the guy that I want to go with because the Bills got a lot of dudes. Like Bills got Diggs and Gabe and Cook and Hardy and Sherfield and Knox. Whereas the Packers are a little bit more consolidated. Um, I, I'm going to go Musgrave here, especially if Watson can't go. I like Musgrave quite a bit. Should I trade Kenny Pickett and Damian Harris for Russell Wilson Superflex? I'm fine with it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that, Harris. Uh, Damian Harris is, is probably not going to be much this year unless James Cook were to miss time. Russell Wilson is an upgrade over Pickett, so I like it. Vikings starting center. Yeah, the Vikings... Um, the Vikings need some help, man. This is a big game for them. Like, if they go down 0-2, Garrett Bradbury's out. They got a couple guys limited here. We'll see if they can go. But the Vikings definitely uh, definitely can't start 0-2. Otherwise, they're going to be rethinking some things. Um, So here's the thing about Cooper Cup, man. Like, it sounds like it was more than a hamstring injury. Like, like it sounds like there was nerve damage and some stuff interior. I honestly, this is a tough question because... Like, I, I just don't know. Um, what I do know is it doesn't sound like a given. Like, I, I, it's if I could tell you that Cooper Cup will be 100% on the field week five, I would say I, I, I don't know how good I feel about saying that. I, I think it's a 50-50 it's a call right now. That's why I like being aggressive on Puka Nakua this week in the waivers because if, if Cup's not ready to go week five, you're going to still get a – a Puka wide receiver one opportunity for the Rams. And even when cup returns, we just don't know how healthy he's going to be. He might take some time to get back into the swing of things. So it's a tough question. Um, we, we need more doctor information. Honestly, uh, I would like to think he's back week five, but I don't think it's a given. Uh, 49ers and the Rams. This is one of the afternoon games Rams. Uh, the 49ers are picked to win by seven 42 and a half implied in this one. I think Brock Purdy's a great quarterback, too, for Superflex League. You can maybe convince me to play him as a QB1. Christian McCaffrey, yes. Brandon Ayuk, yes, is in our lineups. Debo Samuel in our lineups. I think George Kittle, if you draft him as your tight end, you're starting him. End of list. Start the 49ers defense. Elijah Mitchell didn't play much in a blowout, which is concerning. And then Juwan Jennings here, just the third receiver. On the Rams side, I think Stafford can still be a QB2 in Superflex Leagues. I think if you bought Nakua, you're probably going to play him as a wide receiver three. Higby, I'll go back to the well with Higby um, as a tight end, a top 10 tight end option. And I think Kieran Williams is more of a desperation play this week. If I if it were up to me, I wouldn't play Kieran or Cam Akers this week. It's a really good defense. We saw what Najee and Jalen Warren did last week, and it was nothing. If it was up to me, I'm not playing Kieran or Cam Akers. Tutu Atwell. Maybe. If you, if you need Tutu Atwell, he can be a wide receiver three flex, but I don't feel great about it. Honestly, it's Stafford, Nakua, and Higby. That's what I feel good about. Rams defense, say no. Van Jefferson, no. Cam Akers, no. Uh, Giants and Cardinals. Giants picked to win by four and a half, 38 and a half total implied in this one. Um, I have Daniel Jones as a QB1. I did get a question about DJ versus Purdy, and I, I kind of said maybe Purdy. So uh, I think Daniel Jones is interesting. If you're nervous about it, let me know if you guys have questions. I think he can be a top 10, top 12 QB. Maybe the Giants get their offense back on track this week. You're starting Saquon Barkley. We got to watch Darren Waller, guys. I'm, I saw a report about Darren Waller that made me very nervous as well because it was kind of the same report that Cooper Cup had that was maybe nerve damage or back damage associated with the hamstring. So I'm 
slightly concerned about Darren Waller. Uh, if he plays, I'm going to play him, uh, but we got to monitor tomorrow and Friday's practice reports, start the giants defense. And then if Darren Waller doesn't play, it's going to make Slayton Campbell Hodgins, interesting guys to stash over the weekend and see who's the lead receiver. But I can't recommend anybody here. Honestly, if you just started Saquon Barkley from the giants, I think that's really the only guy I trust for the Arizona Cardinals. I would try not to start an Arizona Cardinal. Like Dobbs is an emergency QB2 for Superflex. James Conner is a low-end RB2. I think he can get there on volume. Uh, Zach Ertz is a pretty pretty ugly tight end one streaming option if you need it. I'd rather play Musgrave or one of the rookie tight ends. And then Marquise Brown's like it's super deep wide receiver three flex. Say no to the Cardinals defense. We're going to leave Rondale, Mike Will, Trey McBride, Ingram on the bench here. Let's uh, – We'll go over the Jets-Cowboys here in a second. Let me see what we got cooking here. Should I trade Samaje, Goddard, and Pickett for Chase and T. Higgins? I would add Deontay – I would add Deion Jackson Superflex. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't go out and add Deion Jackson. I, I just – I don't feel great about him. Uh, Zach Moss is back this weekend. But Samaje, Goddard, and Pickett – trade trade questions are hard, guys. Um Piran, Goddard, and Pickett, and you're going to get Chase and T. Higgins. I mean, I'm assuming you have a better tight end behind Goddard that, that can work here. Um, so if you need the receiver help really bad, I, I'm open to it, Harris. But trade questions are really hard, guys. I, I almost need, like, full context of what the team looks like. Um, Andre and James Cook over Montgomery. Um Whew, I like all the guys that like, I like Ramondre and cook and I like Monk. Like these are all, if you can try and find a way to get all three of these guys in, I like them a lot. If I had to choose one guy to rest, it's probably James cook because he's probably got the lowest touchdown odds of the group here. It's a great matchup against the Raiders though. Um, I, I think it's Ramondre. Um, took your advice and dropped James Smith. I have Ramondre and James cook over. I might play Ramondre in Montgomery. I meant Tyler Higby. Um, Jamar Chase and Higby. Um, I, I'm fine with it. If you, Especially if you need a stud receiver, you can get Jamar Chase for cheap. I think I'm fine with it there, Harris. I would, I would take the ch – ch Chase is one of those guys that can go off for 30 points in any week. I think you got to do it. Um, I would give all those guys for Chase without – yeah. Yep, I think Daniel hit it on the head. Jamar Chase is an elite alpha. Uh, you got to make sure you get him. So if you can do that, Harris, like no one cares who your tight end is. Like if it's Tyler Higby, that's fine. Go get Jamar Chase, man. Uh, it does really help, Sports Dog. I appreciate it. And whew, we just got our first. Um, we just got our first super chat, guys. This is pretty cool, Brian. Thank you, my man. This is. Um, this is really cool. Let's spend some time on this. This is my first super chat, guys. So I really, I, I appreciate this. Brian Watson, thank you for hanging out with me and, and getting this question in. He's saying PPR, two running backs, two receivers, one tight end, one flex. He's got Trevor Lawrence, Anthony Richardson, Bijan, Gibbs, Diggs, Ingram, Watson. Uh, the bench has Dotson, Addison, Dylan, Elijah Moore, Roshan. Trades, Stan Pat. Um, I mean, I love your quarterback situation, Trevor Lawrence and Anthony Richardson. You're stacked there. Um, you're starting Bijan every week at running back one. I think I'm going to lean and, and keep Gibbs in there at RB2. You got Diggs at wide receiver one. Wide receiver two, 
potentially could be upgraded here because um, I don't know who it is, whether it's Dotson, Watson, Addison, Elijah Moore. Um, I really like keeping Roshan Johnson. So he's a guy that I, I value. Um, but here's probably what I would do if, if I, if I could, Bijan and Gibbs, man, are locked and loaded at your top two running backs. I love that. Now, Roshan, I think, is the guy I want to keep long-term. I wouldn't mind trading away A.J. Dillon if I had to. If you could pair, hmm, if you could maybe try and pair Dillon and Elijah Moore and see what you could get in return for him, I think I would. I want to hold on to Christian Watson because I think him and that Packers offense could be really nice. I love Jahan Dotson. I, I really like Jordan Addison. I think those guys uh, are worth holding on to. But Dylan, really disappointing last week against the Chicago Bears. Um, he does have some upside, though, because if Aaron Jones doesn't play this weekend, we're going to be looking at him as a potential flex. Um, so I, this is a tough one, Brian. I really like – this team's good, though. Like I like looking at this team. It's It's, it's got – Starters covered. I think your wide receiver two is a toss up this week between Dotson and Addison. Um, I could totally lean Addison in this one. If you wanted to play Addison at wide receiver two, I do like it. Uh, and then I'm probably going to flex Dotson. Um, of course, if Aaron Jones is out, that's going to make things very interesting here. But one, I don't see any player that I want to cut. So it's tough to improve this team. But if you had to, if Brian had to go make a trade, I'm probably trying to go do a two for one situation where like a Dylan plus Elijah Moore, go see if you can get a, a, a top running back. If you can go get if Dylan and Elijah Moore can, you know, turn into David Montgomery or, or someone else like that. Someone at like the end of the RB two spectrum. I think that would be really good, but Roshan, you want Roshan for the long haul. So this is great. Like I honestly, this is cool, Brian. I've never had a super chat before, so I really appreciate it. Uh, if you guys do want me to spend more time and in depth, uh, I would totally do so in the future. And I really appreciate it, Brian. So if you do have any more questions, Brian, please feel free. Uh, don't, don't hesitate to ask. Um, I, I, I think I tried to get as much in there as I can. So, um, let me know if you if you need more clarity on that. But I think doing a, a two-for-one trade, if you can, go ahead and tinker with it. But honestly, T-Law and Anthony Richardson, man, it's such an elite duo where if someone wanted one of those guys, you, you could potentially sell a QB two and improve one of your bench spots, whether it's your RB3 or your, your second or third wide receiver. So I would probably, you know, Put it out there. If a team needs a quarterback, go ask about, you know, you want Trevor Lawrence, you want Anthony Richardson. Go and see what you can get in terms of return for a running back or a wide receiver. And in worst case scenario, if you can't trade a quarterback, I'm open to trading uh, like a Dylan Elijah Moore. If you had to trade a Dylan Dotson, you know, pairing Dylan with another guy could be of use. Oh, and you have T Higgins. So I'm starting T Higgins as, as, as my wide out too, but uh, I am intrigued with the two QBs here. Honestly, man, like this team's freaking good, Brian. I probably would just chill. Like it's week one. Let's react a little bit on the waiver wire if you need to. But when you got a team that's full like this, man, let, let's wait until a desperate team comes along and comes comes at you here. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool, guys. We all just witnessed the first Fellowship Super 
chat here. Is Anthony Richardson a trade target? I think so. Like if you have an owner that's kind of like, mm, I'm not sold on Anthony Richardson yet, I would go get him, man. I, I like I I love Anthony Richardson. And yeah, T T Higgins is bouncing back. So is Jamar Chase Brian this weekend. So um use my river for a rich too yeah man like so you're like one of my so i have a saying around here waiver wire wins championship you got to continue to build the bottom of your roster and the fact that you were able to add anthony richardson like he's a lot of teams are probably going to want him as their qb1 so the fact that you can maybe stash him for a week or two if another quarterback goes down or a team, a needy team, like say a team's 0 2, 0 3, and they're like, okay, F it. I got to go get a, I got to go make a trade right now because I'm, I'm in jeopardy of going 0 4, whatever. I think you're in a phase right now, Brian, of accumulating talent and then let the trades come to you. But continue to go and talk to, to, to teams that need a QB or teams that need depth. Um, that's probably what you're looking at there. But I, I really like this team, man. This is a really good team. And I, I think. Yeah, maybe week one didn't go as well as it could have, but I think week two you're going to see T. Higgins and company bounce back. Monty or Waddle? Um, in a full PPR league, it's probably Waddle. Half PPR, though. Half PPR? I'll tell you what, man. I like David Montgomery a lot against the Seahawks. I think they're going to run the ball a ton. The Seahawks did lose. Uh, the Seahawks did allow three rushing touchdowns last week. So I think it's a really good spot for – David Montgomery, uh, you got Brian saying thank you. And I appreciate it, man. Um, do you like JSN and Dynasty? I love JSN and Dynasty. You want JSN on your Dynasty team. I have Lawrence. Should I think about a backup or he can bring the ring? He can bring the ring. Trevor Lawrence is bringing the ring, man. Uh, in, in my one QB leagues, I don't usually roster a QB two unless it's like Brian's situation where you get the Anthony Richardson. You have a stud in your QB two spot just in case. Drop Moster for Kelly. If that's what you have to do, I'm fine with it. Um, Moster missed practice today, but it was a veteran's rest day, so I'm not overly concerned about it. It is a tough matchup for Mostert and the Dolphins this weekend, and there's you know the opportunity for him to get hurt. I think if, if you don't need Mostert to start, Kelly's the better stash for sure. Uh, yeah, man, for sure. If my rookie RB hits. Dude, I, I am – so I watched the Packers bears game like Roshan Johnson. He's going to matter at some point this year, guys. Like if you have Khalil Herbert, I'm probably selling Khalil Herbert. I want Roshan on my teams. You don't have to go overpay for him in a trade, but like Roshan Johnson just watching that game. Yeah. Khalil Herbert had two nice catches for some screens, but Roshan brought the thump to the Packers defense and you could kind of feel his presence when he was in there. So Roshan, um, one of my favorite stash plays for the season. And uh, I, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. And I appreciate the super chat. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> all right, let's um, let's cover up the Jets and the Cowboys and we'll kind of finish up these start sit charts, guys. The Jets are honestly, Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson are the only guys that I want to even mess with or think about in my lineups. I think Brees can be a running back too. I think Wilson still keep him in there as a, as a wide receiver three. The dude's really freaking good. He's going to make plays, you know, uh, start, start the Jets D. Wilson, Cook, Lazard, Conklin, like these guys are just swirling down the toilet right now. So I'm not excited about those players. On the Cowboys side, they are favored to win by seven and a half, 42 over under. I'm starting the Cowboys defense. They're going to be, they're going to be coming at Zach Wilson. So that's going to be fun. Uh, I do think Zach, uh, I, I think Dak Prescott's a quarterback too in Superflex. 
Probably don't want to play him in one QB leagues, but maybe uh, Brock Purdy might be a better play than Dak this weekend. Tony Pollard's in your lineup. CD Lamb's in your lineup. I do think if you need a tight end that Jake Ferguson, he didn't play great. It was a wet ball on, on Sunday Night Football. He, he dry, had some drops. I get it. But he had seven targets, and he had five red zone targets. So that's that intrigues me. We could see some dump-offs to Jake Ferguson against this good Jets secondary. And then Brandon Cooks, I'm going to label him as questionable. We'll talk about him later. He might be a deep flex play. But start that Cowboys defense. Let's monitor Gallup and Rico on the bench. Um, Daniel says, if you have to bet in what week, Gibbs will take money job. I, I don't see it like that, Daniel. Um, yeah, so like Gibbs is not – he's not going to take Montgomery's job. Gibbs' job can grow, but Monty Montgomery is going to be the short yardage back. He's going to be the guy that they they put out there in in pass blocking situations, and in Montgomery is probably going to continue to see the bulk of the snaps. Now with Gibbs, you want to get him out in space. Um, so I don't see Montgomery's touches coming down. Like Montgomery's still going to be a fifteen to eighteen touch guy, but. The wrinkle in all of this is how many touches can Gibbs continue to get? He only had, what, like eight touches last week, which is inexcusable. But I see his role growing. Uh, I don't view him much as a pass protector. I don't think they want to do that with him very much. But we're probably going to start to see Gibbs and Monty on the field more. Like, it's very clear to me that St. Brown, Gibbs, Monty are their best three players. They're going to try and find a way to get all these, these guys work. So, I, I don't think Gibbs will ever take Monty's job, but I do expect Gibbs's role to grow. There's going to be room for both guys. If you had a rich as your only quarterback in a super flex, would you trade him away for Michael Gallup, Desmond Ritter? No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. Uh, Desmond Ritter, he's an eight to 10 point guy. Kenny Pickett's a, a 10 to 15 point guy. I'd rather start a flex player at the super flex at that spot because Richardson's going to get you 20. So hold on to Richardson here, man. Uh, was at the bills jets as a bills fan game sucked. What do you think of bills this year? <sighs> Honestly, like we can't take too much away for the bills from week one. Uh, I, I think the electricity running through that stadium just for the beginning of Aaron Rodgers' career and then him going down, Air gets sucked out of the stadium. Uh, the, I thought the Bills did some okay things. Yeah, Diggs is still working. Um, it was also the debut of this new kind of double tight end offense. So the Bills are going to – the Bills, they have some things to do. We don't know who their second best player is. After Stephon Diggs, I personally think it's probably James Cook. they got to continue to find ways to get him the ball in space creatively. But, man, we need to see Gabe Davis – step up we also need to see this tight end duo of Knox and Kincaid we have to we have to continue to I kind of view the Bills offense as like a spinning clay you know on the wheel like we have to continue molding it because they're kind of breaking in a new offense this year with these two tight ends man they're going to mix in you know Deontay Hardy and Sherfield throughout the season but this offense wants to run with two tight ends it wants to throw the digs it wants to take its deep shots to Gabe Davis and it wants to get James Cook the ball in space. So uh, I do think I am optimistic that they can figure it out. Now Josh Allen needs to stop trying to be the hero. Josh Allen needs to make the good play. 
You know, he, he, he can't be trying to throw the, the ball through a brick wall every play and squeezing it into tight windows. I think that's where he gets into trouble. He also needs to protect himself a little bit better. So if, if Josh Allen can take, you know, take the four-yard dump off to Kincaid, let him get some yak, you know. Uh, I think so it's a little bit of a philosophy change for Buffalo and what they're trying to do with this new two tight end offense. Um, and, and it's also trying to figure out how to, how to unlock Gabe Davis trying to get James Cook the ball in space. I think it, yeah, I, I think it, I think it can work, Brian. Um, and especially this week, dude, they, they, they get the, they get the Raiders. Um, this, this could be, I mean, this could be their 40 to nothing game like Dallas had on Sunday night football. So I, I think, I think you're going to see the bills um, evolve throughout the year. And hopefully we see them take a step forward this year. I just know I want to get my bills players in my lineup. So I am a bills fan as well. I think they're going to figure it out. It's a marathon here. And as soon as they get Kincaid up to speed, I think we can do some good things. Not a Dorsey fan, but Josh needs to think a bit. Yeah. I, th I think he just, he's, he's putting too much on himself. He needs to, he needs to, to check it down a little bit more, find the running backs, find the tight ends in the flat and um, basically just take the layup, you know? Uh, but let's go over the Commanders and the Broncos real quick. We are at about an hour here. Uh, Commanders, Sam Howell, just a QB2 for Superflex League. I think Brian Robinson's kind of a boom-bust running back, too. The Broncos do have a good defense. Logan Thomas is a desperation tight end if you need it. I think Terry McLaurin, Dots, and Curtis Samuel, these guys are all kind of wide receiver three flex plays. I'm not super excited about the Commanders' offense this week. I would probably look elsewhere if I needed to. The defense is startable. Gibson and Chris Rodriguez, we need to see what happens at the running back spot here. So I'm, I'm actually like, I'm pretty disappointed in the commander's offense last week. Like they didn't deserve the win. Um, so I, I'm thinking this is a scout week for the commanders. They need, if, if they look good in this one against the Broncos in Denver, we'll talk like we'll, we'll be excited about it, but I'm not sure if I'm willing to risk getting, you know, a bad score from these guys in my lineup this week on the Broncos side. Russell Wilson, QB2 for Superflex, that's about it. Javante Williams, I think he's entered my trust. I, I trust him to get the ball 12 to 15 times per game, be a running back two, maybe get a touchdown, he becomes a running back one for you. Uh, I still think Sutton's the only wide receiver I want to mess with in this team. If Jerry Judy plays this weekend, I'm not going to start him. I want to see what he looks like in his snap counts and his routes. You know, you got to see that participation. Now, Samaje Pirine, still going to be involved in this offense. He's a low-end RB2 play. He could be there on volume and get some receptions for you. Uh, I do want to start the Broncos defense. Marvin Mims, Brandon Johnson, Adam Troutman could be a streaming tight end. And Greg Dulcich is going to be out for a little bit. Uh, let me see what we got here. Do you like Zay Flowers this week? I do like Zay Flowers, but we need to pump the brakes <clears throat> just a little bit on Zay Flowers. Because if Mark Andrews is back, Zay, Jones, or Zay Flowers is not getting 10 targets. I, I feel pretty good about that. So I do like Zay. He's... Probably a, a, a solid wide receiver three this week. Um, is Howell making you nervous of Dotson? No, I don't think so. Um, How Howell played fine. Um, they just had they, they had some untimely turnovers, man. You had the the fumble for a touchdown. Antonio Gibson fumbled, and then you had the interception. So like Washington could have probably put up one or two more touchdowns, like. Who, like if if Howell throws two touchdowns and runs for one last week and one of them was the Dotson, we're probably feeling pretty good about it. And honestly, like Dotson played okay in a full PPR league, man. You'll take those eight or nine points or whatever it was, but 
on the games where he catches a touchdown, which is what he does, you know, that's your 17, 18 points, which makes you feel pretty happy inside. So I'm not nervous about Howell, at least not yet. Uh, Cause I, I do think he played well in his first game. And again, it's week one. We don't really want to judge these young QBs so much. I mean, he still won the game, looked good running that touchdown in. He did throw for a touchdown too, to B Rob. So uh, I do like Dotson. And I, I think McLaurin's probably going to draw a lot of Pat Sertan. So it might be a Dotson week. B-Rob or Samaje, I'm going to go with the volume and take Brian Robinson in this one. All right, we got three more games to cover real quick, guys. Um, Dolphins real quick. You're starting Tua. You're starting Tyreek. You're starting Waddle. I think Raheem Mostert's a low-end RB2 play. I think the Dolphins' defense is startable. Not in love with it. But otherwise, we're going to leave all these guys on the bench. I do want to shout out Monitor Durham Smythe. I think he's interesting. Uh, on the Patriots side, I really only want to play Ramondre at the RB2. I think Mac Jones at the QB2 is interesting as a super flex. Uh, Kendrick Bourne, man, I, I, he was a popular waiver wire guy. I think he can be a wide receiver three flex. I think Hunter Henry is probably better than a lot of tight ends right now that we drafted. He can be your tight end one. And then Zeke might be okay, man, as, as, a, as a low-end RB2 flex play. He got a lot of receptions last week. He didn't look good as a runner, but if he falls into the end zone and gets, a, you know, three, four catches, he's going to be a decent play. Maybe the Patriots defense, but probably not against Tyree Kill. Juju on the bench. Keep an eye on Demario Douglas. Otherwise, it looks pretty ugly here for the Patriots. Monday night football real quick. Kind of a not so great Monday night doubleheader, but Saints by three, 40 and a half implied. You're starting Derek Carr as a super flex QB2. You're starting Olave. Olave looks so good, guys. Uh, Juwan Johnson, I'd, I'd rather play Hunter Henry. Over Jawan Johnson, if you guys have questions on him, I'd rather play the rookies, Musgrave, maybe even Laporta over Jawan. Uh, Michael Thomas is a wide receiver, three flex. And I do think Jamal Williams, in this style of game, probably a running back, two flex play. Start the the Saints defense. They look really good. And then we're going to monitor Kendra. I don't think Rashid Shahid's a recommended start. And then Taysom Hill on the bench, whatever. Panthers, man, if you have to start Bryce Young as a super flex QB2, that's about it. I think Sanders is a volume RB2. And then if you need a tight end, it's Hayden Hurst. Otherwise, just say no to all these guys here. Uh, Chuba worth holding on to in case Sanders goes down. I think Mingo, probably the only player I want to stash on this team for the long haul, though. And then uh, if we can finish with the Brown Steelers, then I'll finish up with some questions on you guys. Uh, Browns by one and a half, 42 total implied here. Uh, I have Deshaun Watson ranked as a QB2 in Superflex League. So if you have Deshaun Watson questions in QB1 leagues, let me know. Uh, Steelers defense is good. I know I know the 49ers cooked them last weekend, but I don't think the Browns are on the same caliber uh, as the 49ers. So more of a QB2, but he can be a QB1. Nick Chubb, yeah. Amari Cooper, you probably got to play Cooper. I think Njoku will give him another chance as a tight end one. Elijah Moore, man, he can be a wide receiver three flex. I think you're starting that Browns defense. And then we're going to leave Ford and DPJ on the bench. Steelers, mm, Steelers have a lot to prove. Kenny Pickett's just a QB2 for super flex leagues. I, I've been off Najee Harris all summer, guys. Um, I'm being nice here and putting him as a running back too. I don't like him as a running back too. I think he's more of an RB2 flex. But if you got to play Najee Harris, he's a low-end RB2. He needs a touchdown to make your week. Uh, George Pickens, we'll see if he can be the guy with no Deontay. He's a wide receiver three flex play. We're going to watch the health of Pat Frymuth, who left with a chest injury. If he plays, I'll play him. Um, going into Monday Night Football, you might need a tight end, two to just be you know safe. 
And then Allen Robinson, Calvin Austin, man, I, I think I'm excited about these guys. I think Robinson can be 8 to 12 PPR points. I think Calvin Austin can be 8 to 12 PPR points. These guys are good stash plays. Maybe not start them this week here, but let's see what this offense looks like with no Deontay. Let's see the routes, the snaps, the targets. I think these guys could be in play next week. And then I'm open to starting the Steelers defense and then keep an eye on Jalen Warren. I think... On a Monday night showcase game, if Jalen Warren makes more plays than Najee Harris, I won't be surprised. So there you go. That's our week two start sit, man. I am out of breath. So let's get in, let's finish up some of these questions, guys. Um Dotson or Zay Flowers half PPR. I'm going with Zay Flowers. Zay Jones or T. Higgins half PPR. I'm going T. Higgins and yeah, Chris Olave. Olave is good, man. A lot. If you took Olave, you're you're feeling pretty smart. Um, Harris did request that we look at um, the Fellowship Fun League real quick, so I'm just gonna monitor that. There's really not too much to rep- like. Honestly, guys, like week one, I I don't really care. Like, it's not it's not a good snapshot of the league here. So uh, my team sucked. It looks like Matt Young, 148 points. Uh, our guy Marietta Georgia here with 140. Um, let me see what else we got. I want to see the names on these guys. Benjamin Mostert, 133. Chase, who's usually with us in the chat room, he put up 132. Justin, who's usually in the chat with us, 113. Uh, Zach, 108. Uh, my brother-in-law, Austin, 104. Harris with 98. Me with 98. Aiden, 92. Matt Bame uh, here with 88. And then the returning champ, 67 points. So not the best day. Uh, but we'll continue to monitor the Fellowship Fun League. Maybe Elijah Moore, Addison, and let me uh, let's pull this up here, man. Maybe Elijah Moore, Addison, and Gibbs, Dylan, Roshan for Kamara. Um, maybe Elijah Moore slash Addison and Gibbs, Dylan, Roshan for Kamara. I'm not trading away Jameer Gibbs. Um, if you're nervous about Jameer Gibbs, don't be. Jameer Gibbs is going to be fine, man. Jameer Gibbs looks so good on those touches. And coming into the, the first game here in the NFL, they wanted they wanted Montgomery to be the blitz pickup guy. I would not personally trade away Jameer Gibbs. If you can swap, I mean, if, if you can go and get Alvin Kamara and basically go to the Kamara owner, ask him, what do you need? I'll send you Dylan and Elijah Moore. Something like that. I think that can work. But uh, I, Brian, I'm for sure. I I do not want you to trade away Gibbs. Gibbs could be a league winner, man. If you watch that Thursday night game, he looks so electric. Like he looks so good. Um, I, I'm trying to keep Gibbs, and I'm trying to keep Roshan if I can, man. Um, Kyle switched out Baltimore defense for Green Bay and switch kicker pickup and switch kicker picked up Jason Sanders drop Minnesota kicker. I'm good with that. Minnesota's probably not the best kicker play tomorrow night. I think Miami Sunday night football, that sounds pretty good to me. And then Baltimore defense, they got injuries, man. They're going up against Joe Burrow. Who's probably going to be playing pretty pissed off. I think he did the right thing. Green Bay defense against Atlanta. I think that could be a good spot for you. Green Bay's pass rush was elite. Um, ah, Okay. Yep. Yeah, we're not we're not gonna move Jameer Gibbs anywhere. I have Kamara, and I would accept Gibbs instead. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, but I, I I don't think I don't think we're trying to get rid of. Um... So you would have Gibbs, Dylan, Roshan. Yeah. 
Kamara around seven, I guess. Yeah, we're not uh, we're not doing that swap, but uh, we're going on a little bit over an hour here, guys. I do have to get out of here. Um, tomorrow night we will be going live. I think I'm going to go live at um, I think I'm going to do six thirty Central Time tomorrow night. We'll hang out for about a half an hour before the Thursday night football game. We'll go over all the player news and get any more final questions you guys need in there before Thursday night. Um, Brian says, seeing what better RB2 I can get, or do you think he finishes? Jameer Gibbs is a top 24 running back, I think, um, probably starting this week. Um, They're going to find a way to get him 10 to 12 touches, I think, this week. And, like, Thursday night football, man, he was so close to – to popping that one run in the red zone. He just, he slipped. So I'm, I'm very optimistic about our guy, Jameer Gibbs. I, I, we're not panicking on Gibbs. No, no. Yeah. You guys, thank you so much for your time, guys. Um, this was fun Wednesday nights. We're going to continue to do this 7 PM central time. We'll hang out for about an hour every Wednesday evening. Again, I mentioned tomorrow night, I will go live at 6 30 PM central time. We'll hang out for about a half an hour before the Thursday night kickoff. And, uh, yeah, guys enjoy the rest of your evening. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow night. Peace. Mm-hmm.